Okay, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we also release the show with video visuals on YouTube. So if you like some pretty pictures to go along with our pretty voices, search for Digital Suffering Podcast on YouTube to find us. Hello, and welcome to episode 26 of the Digital Suffering Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Stephen Something. I'm Fenton Lynn. And uh, we've got an action-packed uh, episode for you today. Uh, first up is a, a demo that I, I came across for a game that's uh, going to be released soon. When I say demo, it's like um, the sort of first section of it. Um, the game's called Fragile. And in it, you control uh, a 10-year-old girl who uh, gets kidnapped. And then you have to escape. Uh, you get imprisoned in this like mine. And you have to solve the... Sort of, puzzles in order to get it it's a sort of 2d action 2d sorry 2d adventure game um where you move in a you can move left right and you can interact with items in the background and stuff um if you sort of skip you can skip forward. um she moves very very slowly not like your average action protagonist um not like your average 10 year old girl <laughs> not like your average 10 year old girl who who always runs everywhere at full pace um the, the game is very atmospheric. It seems to be set in some kind of um, Eastern European or uh, thing. Um, or thing. You know, sort of Russia sort of thing. There's this Cyrillic in there. Um, there's no there's no voice. There's there's voice acting in that, you know, the, the characters do, you know, sort of like, you know, emotive sounds. But there's uh, no speech. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that sort of thing. Um, so your your character gets captured and put, put in a cell in the first... Uh, objective is to escape from it um, then after that you encounter other kids who are also in prison it turns out that um, some kids have gone missing in you know in this town um, and they've been all been put in this mine and you have to like help them escape and stuff um, it has you know as adventure games go it has like sort of puzzle things they included sort of puzzle games um, there's one section after you escape you go th- you're crawling through this tunnel. Spoilers, kids. Spoilers. This, this is only spoilers. Um, if you if you want to play this game, just skip ahead to the next section. There'll be time codes in the description. Um, so there's one part you, you meet this mutant. That is described as a mutant in the in the, the article that the links to the thing. Sure. And it's it's kind of like it's this like large adult with like part of his brain exposed. I remember it looking a little bit like Gollum. Yeah, it's a sort in of in the still. Yeah, it's it's like a Gollum thing, it's just like Okay. Which is kind of weird. Um, and he like he's blocking your way. And he sort of gestures to you. To, essentially, you have to play this game to beat him. I don't know if you've... Yeah, just like in The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, the game is like a dice game. So you've got like, these like bones which with four sides. And you roll it. And when you get... there's The, the sides are labelled horse, sheep, donkey, goat. Um, and it, when you, if you get horse, your piece advances forward... Once you know one one place, mm. and so whichever piece, whichever horse moves you know to the end wins, and so you, you they got this as part of the randomized mechanic. You have this like roulette wheel, and you you spin, you move a bar, which spins the wheel. You know it gives power to spin the wheel, and so for the most part you spin it, and it's kind of random. And the first time I played it, I lost, and the mute the golem beats you to death and you have to re- you have to, you get Crikey. you get back put back in the cell and you have to replay the cell. like the heel the thing it's it's like a randomized dice game essentially in your puzzle game i was like 
what the hell? Eventually, you can you, you can get stuck on that for you, a while. You, well, I, I, had to, I had to play through it like three times, I think. In the end, it was called. You can cheese it by if you move the or you click on the on the, the power bar, the, the spin thing. If you click right at the bottom, literally pixels. You can control how much you spin the thing, so you can advance it like a quarter of a turn or a half a turn. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like clicking. So essentially, ev- you're moving it one space at a time. Right? Well, well you, yeah. Essentially, you you, sort of, you click on the the bar. Yeah. And that indicates how hard you're spinning the wheel, and eventually you you you, sort of, you click ever smaller increments to try and edge the wheel in a controlled fashion and the main consequence of losing is that it take, the game takes so long because you keep missing it, it takes like minutes and minutes and minutes so that you, you have to beat this because otherwise you have to go through it and do it again and it just seemed like really out of place because instead of like something I, I think you know when you click five pixels or ten pixels on the bar just so you can get a controlled spin you know, to cheat the game, essentially. I don't think that's the mechanic that the developer intended. It's kind of uh, janky. But it, that's the thing. It, it, it seemed... And the, the losing, you know, costs you, you progress. You have to go back and go through the entire thing again. And it, it just seemed completely out of place in what should be a puzzle game. And later on... Um, okay, well, anyway, you go, but you get past this and then you get into the, the main part of the, the mine. You, you come across a child imprisoned and he says that you have to get him a key to get free. And so um, I was like, okay. So I walked, and immediately the, the 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 guy, the jailer, who's like way off screen, he's down the corridor, spots you because you're invisible. He comes over, punches you out, and the game ends. And I was like, what? So I had to go all the way back to the beginning, or took me back to the cell. I can't remember, but it just it, it super punishment. I was like, what the hell? Um, no, no, actually, no. It took no. Send me back to. No, sorry, no. It, it doesn't. Sorry, it sends you back to just after this, after the um, the golem scene. Um, so you, you come in, and essentially you have to walk down the length of the corridor, crouching because he's like watching a little purple TV at the desk. So you walk past him. You go all the way to the end, the far end, and you find it's blocked. And there's a chute where you can escape, but you you need two people. One to pull the chute open, you know, to pull the flap open yeah. so the other person can escape. So obviously you need to get the cooperation of this child. So you come back and you find that the guy who's been watching the TV, he's now asleep at the desk. And if you you walk over, I at the, during one of my playthroughs, I stood up because I thought he's asleep. The moment I stood up, he woke up, I got caught. Don't, don't ever stand up. So third playthrough, this, I go through. It sounds like it's got BS mechanics. It, it's the thing is, to make you, it you literally have to you know, play, play this trial and error, but you have to play it like the safest ever. Anyway, so you, you, you walk to the desk and there's an action thing, uh, you, you action it, and then you, you search, it looks like you're searching in the guy's pockets, and they have like, um, the screen's black, and the hand, where you've got that, a large hand icon, and by the hand there's an illuminated part, so you can see outlines of objects, like a pen mm. or you know, magnifying glass or chain, you know, there's a, some banknotes. And you have to, like, move the hand over the screen and try and discern the outlines and see which is the key. And then you obviously click to pick up the key and you take the key from the pocket. And I was like, okay, this looks like the key. Click. And it shows the hand. You've got the key. you got the key. Congratulations. The guard wakes up, punches you out, and he goes, the, the demo ends and goes, you know, coming soon. And I was like, well, that's some way to, like, welcome me into the game. I was like, what the heck? Um, I saw another clip was called in the in the article. It, it showed it, it someone had like taken the scissors from the pocket instead. And I'm wondering if you'd like take a different object. Maybe you can like 
I don't know, shank the, the captor or something. I don't know. That, that seems that doesn't seem in keeping. But um, the, the the game ends. Regard. I think the game the, the demo ends regardless of what object you take. But when it when it uh, took the object thing and the, you know cut to the the, end of the guard looming over me and then knocks me out, it gave me just such a jump. It was because I was not expecting it. I was expecting okay. Now I go over to the kid, unlock his door, and go on to the next part. Not. Oh, congratulations! You've completed the, the thing, but it was very atmospheric. The game is. Do you know why? Atmospheric. Do you know why the game ended? Yeah. Because you suffered so much head trauma, you actually died. <laughs> yeah. So the game does a, a very, very good job of making you feel powerless. Um, uh, you know, compared to most other games you play, um, even like adventure games where you go, "Oh, well, you got a puzzle wrong." You know this. Very little consequence here. The it, it I wouldn't say it's, it's punishing, but it, it's you. You definitely want to avoid all the bad outcomes purely because it. You know, it, it's it the the game punishes you with having to do the, the, yeah, the thing all, again. Yeah, it's all a setback, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and so you know the the the, the jump scares the jailer gets the when the. The golem that you fight, you uh, you encounter when you lose against him, and he's he just like, he's just he just goes insane, and then just starts pounding on you. You're like, what the hell? Um, it's you know, I, I I found it very involving. Um, yeah, so uh, look forward to that. It's coming out sometime this year, I believe. Uh, I don't know. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Next one up is. Uh, Monster Hunter Riders. Uh, not your traditional Monster Hunter game. It's a turn-based uh, monster collector. Essentially all the monsters that you fight, you uh, fight in the regular game. Uh, here, you, when you defeat them, you can collect eggs and then raise them as pets. Which is, like, totally in keeping with the spirit, right? <laughs> right. You know, when you say... Uh, initially what popped into my head just then when you yeah. said not your traditional Monster Hunter game a lot of weeb losers think that Monster Hunter World isn't your traditional Monster Hunter game it's not and actually uh, hate it because of that and there are little things like you have to craft your own pickaxe in order to mine the the material the gemstones throughout so, so the world so they've added more so they've just made it more playable and less grindy and less like obtuse in its own particularity. People want obtuse grindiness. And people have like thrown their toys, literally thrown their toys out of the pram. Well, this this oh, I don't want this. I'm getting refund and stuff like that. Like you know, this isn't a real Monster Hunter game because X, Y, and Z. Because I feel comfortable and I like to play. <laughs> I, I don't feel punished all the time. Anyway, I won't go into that. Um, so that's what popped into my head when you said not traditional. But this is uh, Pokemon uh, Hunter. Yeah, the whole collectible thing. Now, the question is an interesting thought. Mm. If this does well, and people are, yeah, collecting monsters, mm-hmm. imagine they add it as a mechanic in Monster Hunter World 2. That you can, you know, the, you, not only killing monsters and collecting body parts, but you can harvest the eggs and raise your own little pet and perhaps even use them as companions in <coughs> battle. You can get a mount in Iceborne. Yeah. But this is, it, it's, it's, but this thing is called Riders, and I assume they, they ride the monsters. Um, in in this game, so have it as a full blown mechanic. You want to ride in on a, a devil devil hoe devil devil Joe devil Joe uh, devil Joe. 
you want to ride into battle against Devil Cho on a mini Devil Cho? Why the heck not? You know. Mmm, you bought me a, a little pickle lunch. <laughs> Kill your own kind. That's what they call him, the murder pickle. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you, you, you dismount and you're like dodging it and then it just sits there and goes, what? And he goes, chomp. <laughs> My mount, I spent months raising that. Uh, yeah, you... Okay, give me some eggs. I'm going to raise another one. <laughs> the murder pickle ate your pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how would you feel about that? Would you, would you, would you care? Would you like? No, I don't think it would bring anything to the gameplay. All it would do is complicate what's already fairly. Um, it's involved enough. You don't need. But you could always be more involved. No, no, no. But you see, traversing the landscape, they'd have to change uh, the way it is. If uh, if they went that route, thank you, Minerva. Um, you'd have to change the landscape. Yeah. Because traversing it now, you've got the hook shot, you can climb vines. All so it, it's all designed for human traversal. Exactly. It'd be like having a wheelchair. You'd need to have ramps everywhere so the monster could climb. and then. Or, you know, or they'd have to have secret crevices that, or, or design, have the, the mounts so the mounts could then like yeah. scale like rocks I mean, and stuff. Have you seen Devil Joe's arms? He's like a T-Rex. <laughs> He's got these tiny little fork-like hands. Maybe just, they, they have it so that you particular mounts have you know better access to. I don't know. It would be I, bad. I, I'm sure. I'm sure the, the 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 terrain in the previous Monster Hunter that came out of DS and mobile. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be a much more flat, forgiving yeah, yeah. landscape. Well, you know, they could, you know, design convenient valleys and stuff. They say, okay, if you want to. If you want to go by, you know, on foot and hookshot your way across the landscape, you can go the direct route. Or if you want to take your mountain, there is a way, but you have to like detour through this dangerous canyon, and there yeah, are yeah, that, no chance of encounters. That's on the fine way. if you were going from A to B, but you're chasing after a monster, you're tracking it constantly. Yeah. So. So you need to follow it. Exactly. So it's flying mount. It's that's the solution. <laughs> <laughs> flying. Just I'm just going to helicopter there. Yeah, that's it. it. So it solves the problem. But the monster thing is, everyone would just use a flying mount. The rest, the rest of it would be just collectibles. Because it's like, well, they're great and all, but they literally can't help me achieve my objective. Yeah, it would be a bad idea. Monster Hunter World would not benefit from it. It would suffer from it. Do you reckon this is something Capcom would do anyway? <laughs> if it made them money, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, you, you meant, but... You mentioned that um, for you were considering this for Shell, but you were thinking of the other one, stories, months under stories. Yes, yeah, yeah, stories. Um, but but I, I, I just didn't like the the mechanics, the because she plays Monster Hunter World. Yeah. So I thought a mobile version. Yeah, yeah just uh, keep yeah, her yeah. in the game, you know, while yeah, she's yeah, yeah. travelling to and from work and so on. Okay. Lunch times. We need is Monster Hunter World on the Switch. Hopefully that will never happen. But there are, there's uh, Monster Hunter, what is it, Universe? Or Monster Hunter, I forget what it's called. Anyway, it came out after um, Monster Hunter World. Yeah. And uh, that was like a full-blown Monster Hunter title, but it was on the DS. So you saw this game, Stone Shard. Ah, yes, Stone Shard. Um, so, I, my brain wants to call it an action RPG, but my eyes want to call it something else. It's a RPG top-down roguelike something something, but <laughs> it the the movement of the characters is very much like Crypt of the Necrodancer, 
if you've ever played that game or seen it. Um, except that it seems to lack the whole tied to music theming. Instead, it's, it's turn-based in that you hop around, but without the rhythm or the charm that that Necrodancer or even Cadence of Hyrule bring to the uh, bring to it. It's like, imagine playing those games, but muted, so there's like no sound. And then you take away the, the rhythm bar as well, so you don't... It's harder to time your attacks. I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's basically... <sighs> They were too lazy to do any animation. <laughs> um, so they drew the character and flipped it in Photoshop. Yeah. And then, uh, and it's not exactly like, you know, the Sistine Chapel, this game. It's what? Eight, eight, it's from 8 bit 16 bit best? 16 bit best, yeah. Um, it's your average 16 bit roguelike top down isometric RPG. Soulsborn. <laughs> don't say that. Um, and it's basically like we, we're going to dispense with any animation. In uh, I mean, even the attack is literally you bouncing your two D sprite into theirs. Yeah. Well. And then it flashes. It it saves it saves on uh, it saves on man hours because this game like it was knocked out in a week. Now, question is: is how many people did Stone Shard? Um, if it's like a small a small dev team, then you know it was it, it's shortcuts. It to... was two people using RPG Maker from Steam. <laughs> uh, let's have a loop. We got a website. Ooh, so of M and M's. Twelve is better than six. All right, let's see. Is is the website any uh, what? There's no content here. Um, there's, there's, not, there's no about or anything. I mean, the game doesn't actually look bad. It no. just, I just wouldn't, like, from what I've seen, there's, like, you can forgive games certain things, but I, sometimes I like, you know, things to happen. I like good animation. That's why I don't play Mortal Kombat. I like, uh, <laughs> I like involving gameplay. That's, that's why you don't play Mortal Kombat. That's why I play Mortal Kombat. I like, you know, and I don't mind 16-bit, 8-bit graphic style. Yeah, it, it's a, it's an artistic choice. It's yeah, fine. exactly. I'm, you know, I'm currently playing through Blasphemous. It looks great. It's doing the whole uh, action RPG thing with the equipment upgrades and dungeon crawling, but there's 10 other games I could play instead of this. Yeah, there's lots of games. I mean, but the thing is, it, it's just, I find it, the, the whole the turn based thing just jarring that it, it it seems like a bit of a more of a weird shortcut because it's, well it's it's turn based but is it turn based yeah it is is it what well, why would it be I think it's dynamic I think it's just yeah but it, it's it's like like I said with Krypton Necrodancer they are turn based mm. if you if you don't move your character the enemies move everything happens. Each beat is one move. So whether you move or not is still a choice. So you yeah, can like stand and wait for the enemy to come to But then when you move and attack, each of those takes one turn. Yeah, but this ain't that. I know, but it, it's like that. Um, it just seems... The thing is, it's, it's like... Why would you have it... Like, 
grid rooted like that if it wasn't yeah i mean even the movement looks janky but that's it that's what i'm saying it's it's, it's turn based it's currently under 10 pounds on steam um fill your boots kids <laughs> give it give it to your uh to the people you love <laughs> well hey uh stone shard is a challenging turn-based rpg so it's turn-based Fair enough. Uh, well, I'm. Uh, Inkbase Games send us a review copy. <laughs> we might not like it. I don't think they're going to do that anytime soon. Okay. Right. Next up, we have. Iron Danger. Iron Danger. Ah, yes. Iron Danger. I'll let you uh, introduce this one, because I'll just call it, like, Soulsborn again. <laughs> just to trigger you. Just to trigger you. Um, so, imagine a game that's a 3D isometric game where you can move the camera, pause time. Okay. And then attack at will yeah. within the pause time. So... I imagine you, you can stack you can stack like attack queue, you can queue attacks yeah. while you're paused. Yeah, so it's a bit like um, if you imagine the original Fallout game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even the first two, I think, were basically this, but obviously much more rendered. Um, it looks good for its part, but you've got a timeline at the bottom of the screen under your skills bar, and that governs what's actually going to happen and what has actually happened. Um, which means, obviously, like Stephen said, you can queue your attacks. Yeah. But it also, and the mechanic that they're resting on, and I do say this because it was advertised as such. It's the USP. <laughs> that is, you can rewind time and undeath yourself. That's my phrasing, not theirs. Yeah, so literally, you throw an attack... Oh, you didn't get crit in that? Rewind. Throw it again until you get a crit. <laughs> <laughs> there might it'll, be take a, it'll take a long time. There might be abuse like that, because as far as we've seen, there is no uh, draining of any resource to do that. Yeah, it, it just you literally just move back and forth in the timeline at will. The thing is, I, it, the gameplay looks very stilted because you're literally... you're The, 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 the player in the footage is like running through like one or two seconds at most... Then pausing again to you know to do the next thing. Yeah, this can't be the optimal way of playing this game, surely. If if it's, is it, is this like turn based almost? Literally, you 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 queue up the, you know like um remember John Wick Hex? Yes. You queue all the attacks. Yeah. And then you let it play through. Is it not like Diablo where you click to move? Literally, it you know and then you just but you know press buttons to attack. It's literally... Yeah, but you, unless you're not even queuing the sequence, really. You're literally playing the sequence, but in stop motion. But it, it's, the thing is, you're like, hands off. You know, you know you're, you're switching, but it's... It looks awful. Gameplay perspective. This looks like what you do to develop a game, not to play a game. That's right. It's, it's like dev tools. You're, you're like yeah. pausing it. If you were, you know, making an in-engine CGI cinematic... This is what you. These are the tools you do, right? Okay, I'm going to rotate. No, no, this didn't look good enough. I'll rewind and have my character go this way. It reminds me of editing video. It really does. It it it, it is just like creating an in-game cutscene, but that's the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not, and this is like 
we've seen the trailer, the current trailer, and now and we're looking at pre-alpha footage as well. I mean, the they're, they're resting on the you can rewind time if you die. So in the instance of the trailer, it shows a fatal blow. You know, they're in a dungeon scenario. They run around the corner. There's more enemies than they can cope with. They get killed. Uh, insert rewind. Yeah. And then they play things out differently. That is not the way to play a game. But the thing, this this is sort of well, Katana Zero might argue, but but this 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 because <laughs> that 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 is also on that. But the the thing yeah. is, it's action sequence, and if you screw up, you rewind. Whereas here, it's like you are literally messing with time constantly. In order to say, right, I just want, I would need to optimize my roots and stuff. Seems like a crutch. Well, no, it just seems the problem is it makes the gameplay so stilted. Yeah. Um, that you're like constantly. It, it, the, the sequence we watched was probably about 30 seconds of action, mm. but about two minutes. Three and a half minutes. Three, of, of actual navigating, you know, through, you know, the choice rewind. Do a different choice, rewind. Because the thing is, the character didn't die at any point during that sequence. But they he, 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 they re- did rewind multiple times yeah. in order to optimise their route or do the thing. And that's just... I suppose you could say, right, you, you say it's got like hours and hours of gameplay. You just have like one, 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 one level. <laughs> and because it, it would take you so long to work through, you just have it really difficult. Because they'll just be rewinding all the time. You know, I've been playing this game for a hundred hours. I've almost finished the game. It was you're still on level one. You know, um, I've almost beat the first dungeon. Well, then you just have the like the next dungeon is DLC because you know it will take them hours to beat that as well. Um, it's it's an interesting idea, but the rewind time uh, mechanic is it doesn't seem like it's implemented. It, it seems that it leans on it far too much. Um, that reminds me of uh, something else I, I sent to you, you know, p- uh, between episode uh, called qu- uh, a first person shooter called uh, Quantum League, oh, which is like time rewinding taken to the absolute max. Um, so I'll explain to it what it is. Imagine a first person shooter, you run around, you, you shoot people. But what you can do is you can rewind time. And so you send your character back in time. And then when, when they arrive, they're in the match and you're obviously your exist your old the other character from the previous timeline essentially plays through the the sequence of events because that's already happened but yes. you can then interact and change the past yeah so you're basically splitting yourself from yeah. one reality so what you could do is you could like run up to the enemy flank them on the left rewind time so you're, you're back to the starting point and then flank them to the right and then shoot them from both sides and how does that not break the game like into a million pieces? Because they're also rewinding. Everyone, it would just be like a rewind time race. Because the moment they, oh, I'm about to die, you rewind time. No, no one ever dies because everyone would be just like going back to the start. It, it's yeah, uh, yeah. I really, I think I said to you, who's controlling that that dead version of you or the alternate well, the, previous version from from what it looked like. It it, it seems that the 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 previous timeline version of you plays out what the, the events that they did. But the thing is, imagine they got shot, like because your enemy goes back in time and shoots that past. Does it erase you? Do you have to protect all your various oh, timelines? No, you can't have to protect. It's only the, the current. Yeah, the, only the current. Yeah. So then you treat them as like time clones. But then we use you like spray fire in an arc, 
go back in time, spray fire in another arc, and just create a wave of millions of bullets. Yeah, but that's not going to work long term because if you stay, uh, if your previous character only was alive for thirty seconds and you stay alive for forty-five seconds, their sequence has effectively ended. It, well, that's it. That's it. It's like. Do they, I suppose they disappear after the thing, and you just but you you just keep rewinding back till the level fills with hundreds and hundreds of your copies. Yeah, there's a I think there's a screenshot or a bit of gameplay that you sent me. Yeah, where there is literally like seven or eight versions yeah. of it's 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 a it's an arena first person arena game, but it's like one v one and like I think two v two because any more than that. And it would just become... A clusterfuck. It would become nightmarish. I don't know. I I'd, I'd definitely would love to get my hands... I'd love to try it, just even just to see how brain-breaking it is, because it sounds like... It sounds like something that would just go... You'd be like, wait, who am I shooting now? Because there's like six of them. It's like, uh, okay, I'm going to go back in time. <laughs> One for the future. Torchlights, I want to bring up. Um, Torchlights Frontiers... Um, was in a closed beta for the longest time. Uh, they went a completely different direction to Torchlight 1 and 2. They had zones whereby you had equipment progression per zone. So legendary gear you got in one zone would be not as legendary in the next zone. Mm. Um, player base was very vocal about certain things. And the Torchlight developers have walked back... Torchlight Frontiers is no more. It's now Torchlight 3. Um, zone progression is gone. You now have linear progression. All the zones are progressed in storyline order. And Torchlight 3 is very much like Torchlight 1 and 2. Yes, yeah, very much back to its action RPG roots. It's, the problem is, is that it's kind of a shame that they caved in to the, the pressure, really. Because the thing is... They really needed to shake up because otherwise it becomes just another action RPG, isn't it? You know, you. I, I don't disagree because I play a lot of them. Yeah, but and that is a crowded market. At the, like seriously, in the last twelve to sixteen months, eighteen months, there's been more action RPGs than there had been for the five years before it. We Stone Shard is one of them. We covered we covered one in this episode. So like honestly, I've never seen a glut like yeah. there is. And the thing is when it becomes just a straightforward sequel to the other two, it loses something that could make it stand out from the, the crowd. Yeah, maybe not the things it was leaning on though. Yeah. It, I mean it, it's not necessarily a popular choice, but at least it was a we're trying something different. Mm. You said we've lost one of the very particular characters that was. I, I, I believe that the, the the railmaster characters they 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 they're streamlining the characters so they follow the more you know archetypes of whatever you know the DPS you know the the more, more straightforward classes. Sure. I believe at least the the railmaster. I don't know if the 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 the, ro- the steampunk robots will survive. Uh, thing I've not. Even though I've got a key for it, I've not bothered jumping back in. Um, oh, did you play much or? No, no, no. I think I, I got. Well, I was. I, I think I, they didn't. I didn't get a key for the closed beta. Then they opened it up, and now hell, oh, here's a key. So now I can get into it. But now it's, it's like kind of ordinary. It's like, it's just torchlight, you know. Yeah, but you should play it. There's probably mechanics in there. 
Yeah, maybe I'll 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 have a think about it. See if I got if I've got time, maybe I'll I'll have a poke around. Also, but, an NDA on it that. Oh, that's right. There is an NDA, so technically, I wouldn't be able to on the show. I wouldn't be able to discuss. Mark. I wouldn't be able to discuss. Oh, it. even discuss. Not. Yeah, it's not just footage. Well, nothing. But the thing is, if we talk about it, I, I'd have to, to double check the, the NDA. But um, definitely, no video or pictures. Um, but the thing is, if I start describing mechanics, you know, it's it's like oh, if you watch a video and they say oh, this character has like a beam cannon for a left arm, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no video of that. But if I describe it, then that's kind of violating NDA, don't you think? <laughs> it's like yeah, that's a that's a, yeah. that's dark territory. So it's it's it. not so it's like I'd still I mean, there's no point if I investigate, then I'd have to wait for the NDA to clear to you know. I might as well wait for the NDA to clear, sure. and then you then jump in. And yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just you know, and, and by that time it's either way. Also, yeah. the game is probably in a constant state of flux because they're balancing things. Well, that's it. They have, because they have to rejig all the zones so that the difficulty matches gear progression and story progression, and they're introducing new ones. Um, the the beta is going to go on at least till the end of the year. I think it is. I think they're what? obviously hoping to launch soon because they've lost. So much time and development. Well, it's like two going years one, now. Isn't yeah, it? going going the other way. Um, they they they're going to want to at least get it into early access so they can start getting revenue uh, to fund. You know, further. It, it is also something that they did back. They they backed. It's this traditional model: mm. one purchase, you get the game. Yeah, yeah. Not the what Frontiers was going to be was an trickle based. Uh, you buy cosmetic. Yeah, it? yeah, it's good. it was the yeah, it was the, the it was free kind to of, play, kind of like in the vaguely, vaguely in the model of Path of Exile. Yeah, it, it was something similar to that, which would have you know, it had they stuck with it. I mean, it, 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 the system that that system works. Path of Exile is very successful for what it is. But they do something that almost no one else does, and if you imagine a finished get well. Is ever considered finished? A finished title that constantly has a season that has a thing constantly. Yeah, it it it's it's like content dumps. So every technically, three it is finished, but that they add content and yeah. they update it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas, so it's ever changing. There's no other games that really do that. I mean, Fortnite as 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 a thing. Fortnite yeah, yeah. is close to that. Exactly. Where it's a game as a service. Yeah, yeah literally. Exactly. But if you get like the traditional model, yeah. I think only Diablo, and that's nowhere near as content-y dumped. Yeah, you as... need audience. Yeah. To, you know, you get the massive influx of money, and you can say, well, next content will be out when it's ready. And I'm, and you can afford to do that. I'm still surprised that Blizzard have the attention to keep going back to their games. That's the one thing. doesn't matter what you think about Blizzard. They support their games. I mean, they're updating Diablo 2 ladders. They updated Warcraft 3. <laughs> I, I also read a thing about Warcraft Three that they're Reforged. offering a refund. Yeah, they, they, they no they, quibble. Yeah, they full they, they turned around and said, "Yeah, we're we're not going to offer refunds." Apparently, they, what's good? I, I saw some they, they they dumped like a, a near two gig patch um, for the game. I haven't I haven't read up on, on that, so I don't know how much of the problems it fixes. But like so soon, it's like oh, is two gigs of patched. Uh, to fix things. I don't know. Um, whether it will quell all the dissenters. Whether it will put a dent in Blizzard's... Uh, 
I think that, bank statements. I think ultimately. that um, the long and the short of it is, people have rose tinted glasses, or rose tinted view of how uh, Warcraft was. Yeah. Um, Blizzard did exactly what they said they were going to do and remade the game they, in high res. Yeah. And people don't like it. Yeah. What a shocker. Well, the, the thing is, I mean, the, the, there are things that they... they that's, that's, that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't think I want to even go any further into that. We, we, we'll, we'll, skip, we'll skip that podcast. How about that? Well, we just won't record it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just say it out, into the, out the window. Yeah. So, summarise, Torchlights. Um, it could have been something different. <laughs> it could have been something different, but it's now... Another action RPG. I don't. I don't. I don't mind that. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I wasn't on board with what I well, saw yeah, the... and read of Frontiers. <laughs> I was not going to buy. Yeah. Would you consider looking at it now that it has become more traditional? Uh, yes, but um, Diablo Four is coming. <laughs> if it's in the say, like I don't. Diablo Four has no. Um, launched time scale yeah. attached to it uh, and moreover they've actually changed the system since BlizzCon already what the mechanics for no, well the item progression <laughs> so and that was in November so it, it, it'll be a long time and it, this was a month or so ago that they announced the change so you, have there are time. only changes ahead. You'll have plenty of time exactly. to play Torchlights. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, how far away is Torchlight? You said the beta probably till the end of the year, maybe. It, it's, it seems, from what I... from what I, I'll have to double-check the thing, but it, they, they want to beta it a lot. Well, they, they've got to. Um, but they are looking to... I think, by, from what I recall, they were hoping to launch by the end of the year. So... A, a something. Maybe 2021 release. Yeah. Right? I don't see Diablo 4 coming out for... 2022. At least a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. At least. Okay. But in the meantime, a thousand more action RPGs will rise up. Well, I'm still waiting for Lost... Excellent. Lost Ark. What the hell is it called? You have to... <laughs> okay, <laughs> so many. Let me guess. It's an action, it's an action RPG, right? <laughs> Tell How me, did you know? <laughs> give, give me something that's unique about it. Or one of the words that features in its title. Well, is it one of the titles that makes no sense? Has nothing to do with the game. That's right. Because that's what happened. Last Epoch. Oh, Last Epoch. Right. They've been thankfully because which one's that one? We we mentioned (laughs) it way back because I jumped in to the early access. Yes, and it was an expensive early access as well. Right, but I thought there's something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have continuously. The last, I don't know, four or five months, yeah. been updating it and refining it and updating it and refining it. So you're it. almost ready to play. And um, so I'm hoping that's going to be the next. I mean, there's Walson as well, which again, I jumped in you, you weren't very probably compli- three, almost four years ago. You didn't sound very complimentary about Walson's current story. <clears throat> uh, I think the way they're developing it might not be the best way to develop a game mm. where they've put in story dumps and um, FMV sequences at the beginning of the game. So they've changed the kind of impetus of the character, <laughs> right? 
but I don't care about that. Give that to me when the game is done and done, when the mechanics are done. Yeah. Because the version I played at that point when they had put that in still wasn't nailed. <laughs> it wasn't nailed down. And people are itching because the game's been in early access for so fucking long. Yeah. You know, four years, practically. But they've got to make it the best action RPG because, you know, Torchlight 3 is coming. <laughs> and, I mean, if you, uh, like, my criticism is obviously from a certain perspective. I know Diablo, I think the, the development cycle for Diablo 3, for vanilla Diablo 3, yeah. was like five to seven years or something. Wow. Um, and the development time for Path of Exile, if you consider when it became open beta to where it is now, that's... It's continuous development. It's, you know, you're looking at eight plus years. Yeah. So, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. And my criticism is scaled against those because they're probably the two best examples of an action is, RPG that works. I, I, I see this these action RPGs, these bigger ones... They're becoming like single-player MMOs in terms of content and development time, isn't it? That's that's what they are, really. Well, they've kind of bridged the gap on the yeah, MMO. Yeah, they're, 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 they're kind of the halfway house. Yeah. But compared to what they were in the past, where you'd get a bo- you'd open the box, you get your install media, you put in the you know install the computer, and you play it, and you're mostly done. To where we are now, where it's like we have seasons or we have continuous upgrades and you know further development and the game they lock you into mmo style almost a subscription perhaps to to keep you in the game for as long as possible oh yeah like you regularly see people on the forums for both those games say i haven't played in um you know a year can somebody bring me up to speed yeah because i look at it and it's a different game now is it look Delete your existing character because they are. Not, <laughs> you're going to waste time getting them up to spec. Start from the beginning. Yeah, it's it's there are there are, you see that a lot. Yeah, and some people don't even understand the changes that have gone through like skills, and they're just like, this isn't even the same skill anymore. My build doesn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's it. It's, it's like the MMO I played. They 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 did a balancing thing and then broke some of my my skill sets into like. Ugh. Do I even want to play this anymore? Yeah, every time they patch the game, you've got to check. <laughs> you got to check your build still works. <laughs> it's like, right, build number six. Okay. Yep, still killing things. Right, build number seven. Oh, broken. <laughs> yeah, oh, it took out the multiplicative factor that makes my uh, X, Y, and Z uh, do yeah. so much damage. Now I only do single digit damage. Uh, and, yeah, now it's, uh, now it's them separately added together, not multiplied by each other. And yeah. you're like, what? Now I'm poking them with a wet spot. <laughs> um, and lastly. And lastly. Um, the thing that has had you on tender hooks for I, almost a decade. Has news and I didn't really even know about it. Yes, Fantasy Star Online 2. I think it's 2. We're on 2. It's 2. It's version two. 2. Version 2? Version 2. two. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, the beta has finally it, accepted people. On the Xbox. On the Xbox. Um, I don't have an Xbox. Microsoft sent me a sample unit. Um, so people have been playing it and it brings well, back... people have been playing it after... People, to get onto people the have server been queuing. For hours and hours. I saw yesterday, as I said to you earlier, 
there was six servers, five of which were closed. The sixth was full. Yeah. And that went on for hours. But we, we as I said, between between pauses, um, even if they had all six servers up, they'd all be packed anyway. Because yeah, I genuinely think they would. The, the game, the game has been there's been anticipation uh, long enough that that people would be itching to get their hands on it, um, and it looks like everything I expected. Really, it's Fantasy Online. Uh, it, it hasn't. I mean, it's not the graphical powerhouse of modern games. Well, two thousand and twelve, it launched yeah. originally. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but. It doesn't look bad. No, by it, no means. It it it's it's like a console action RPG, which is what it is. And the the brightly coloured neon graphics, the the sci fi aesthetic, lend itself very well to it. It doesn't need to be much more because it it gets the job done. You know what the graphical style reminds me of, and this is in no way a criticism of either game. Cool. Uh, it, especially um, what we're currently looking at. Um, Bayonetta. Yes. Yeah. The the very yeah, but Bayonetta's also got the 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 very very brightly lit stages and stuff. Um, Ornate enemies. Yeah, they've got detail in their own right. Yeah, I love the enemies in Bayonetta. All the all the angel, the angel aesthetics, the the faces everywhere. Love that. Makes you wonder. The thing is, it's going to have. All, they said it's going to come with all the content. It makes you wonder how many, how many hours worth playing through that there's going to be in that. Because I, I took a break from Neverwinter, the MMO, got back into it a few, you know, two, three years later. And there were so many campaigns added that it would take me several years of <laughs> playing constantly to go through them all. See, not even, and I don't think that's even to catch up to where they would be because obviously they've released, they've released uh, at least one or two campaigns since sounds, I last looked at it. Sounds like Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's it's like there's not enough hours in the day just to play this one game. Um, am I going to like tell you, boot tell, it up, tell go you, through the menu, and go? I'll tell you something. Somebody mentioned the size of the game on the drive. Oh. 70 gigabytes. Wow. And considering we know for a fact that it isn't going all on graphics. Yeah. That's... Yeah, there's 70 gigs of map, of model. That's a lot of gigabytes. Yeah. Flipping heck. Um, I mean, whatever. Yeah, no, but content is good. It means that, you know, you are going to get value value for money out of it as long as you like this style of gameplay. Um, and if you're considering an Xbox as well, if, even if you've got like a terabyte drive, that's still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, what's it called? What there was Destiny take up? It, it take Destiny's like was it like hundred gig or something. Yeah, I think Destiny Two was around about hundred. Yeah, sorry, Destiny Two. Yeah, and it, it's like a hundred. You know, consoles. You go back a generation consoles that was your entire drive and the console at this point in my life I'd probably rather play the original fantasy style on the Dreamcast than ever play Destiny 2 ever again yeah you mean well I think Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube was the better iteration because they did perfect the fit the netcode but yeah I know what you mean no 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 
What oh. I said was what I meant. <laughs> I'd, rather <play> ver- <laughs> I'd rather play version one of Fantasy Star Online 1 yeah. without the additional content. That came out 20 years ago, kids. That's, 20 years ago. That's appalling. I would rather play that than Destiny 2. Really? I had my fill of that game. Um, yeah, Fantasy Star Online, it looks looks to be good. looks everything I'm expecting. Um, I'm hoping that... I'm, I'm hoping that... Uh, you said it's coming out on PC, right? Yeah, it's coming out on PC, but the thing is, what they could do is just be a test the hell out of it on Xbox. Say, okay, it's ready. Then launch on both and then patch the PC. So, well, if you wanted a good experience, you'd have bought an Xbox, wouldn't you? Um, there is... I remember reading something that there was rumours that it might come out on other platforms later. Sega might publish afterwards or something. I'll have to double-check that. I could see, uh, I could see it in my mind's eye... Being on the Switch. Because it, it, it's supposed to be coming all platforms eventually or something. Okay. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, for the, the Switch, it's been perfect. It'd be ideal, right? Yeah. You don't need uh, super high res and the, the, play party, yeah. the party play. Yeah. It, it runs, it's designed for a controller. Um, anyway. Uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully PC development soon. Anything else from you? No. Okay, then. I think we'll wrap up with the F Destiny, and uh, we will see you next time. Good night. Keep suffering.